Good evening. Today we are learning Maseches Chagiga Davches and Aleph. We are on the second line of Davches and Aleph, and we are going to quote from a brisa that we learned yesterday. The brisa had said Amar Mar in the name of Beisilel. Beisilel Omer Min Hamaiser. We had said that the Shalme Chagiga are able to be paid for by Shalme Maiser. By uh, they're able to be paid, paid for by Maiser with uh, with uh, animals that are from a tithe instead of animals that are really just part of my regular checking account, whatever the equivalent was of that time. So says the Gemara Amai, why is it that the Shalmei Chagiga would be allowed to be purchased by Meiser? After all, the halacha should be, the halacha is, that we only have Meiser uh, under certain circumstances, but when the korban that's being brought is a davar shebechova, as a shalme chagiga is, then meiser should not be sufficient. It should be bamin achulin. So says Ula, Amar Ula, don't worry, it's betofel. It's when you're doing a mixture of sorts between chulin and meiser. How does this work out? This is subject to a machlokas in the Amorayim. Five lines down on chesam The Gemara says, machlokas between chizki and Rabbi Yochanan. Chizkiya Amar, what do we do when we're splitting the cost? Toflin behema le behema. You can switch from one animal to the next. The first animal is going to be chulin because that's the primary ikr. That's the primary mitzvah. And that fulfills the, the dictum that we learned above that kol davr shebechova eno be'alamina chulin. The first animal is going to be chulin. But then toflin, we can switch it up to the other animals. They can all be made out of meiser. However, it's only true from one animal to the next that you can go from chulin to meiser. Ve'in toflin ma'os ma'os. But what you cannot do is take some of the money that really was meiser and some of the money that's really chulin and mix it to buy an animal that you're, that you're not allowed to do. That's the sheet of Chizkiah. But Rabbi Yochanan has the exact opposite sheet. Amar no, specifically toflin ma'os the most. Yes, you can combine money to purchase something. However, ain't toflin behema the behema. You cannot do like, like Chizkiah said, to have the first animal be <clears throat> appropriately for uh, chulin and then all the other animals are going to be for my, from meiser. That's not right. It has to, you, you can't do that switching off animals. We have to purchase the, we have to purchase the, we have to purchase the korbanos from a mixture of money. And in fact, says the Gemara, Tanya Kavasi de Chizkiah and Tanya Kavasi de Rabbi Yochanan. We have a brisa that supports each of these shitas. Tanya Kavasi de Rabbi Yochanan, 10 lines down on Chesamad Aleph. What's the brisa that supports Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Yochanan was of the opinion that we use money that is mixed. Some money is going to be from Chulin and some from Meiser. What's the brisa? The Pasuk says Misas. So let's look at the whole pasuk. The pasuk says in full, So what does it mean that you should make Shavuos for Hashem, your God? What does Misas mean? It says the Gemara, a third of the way down on that one is obligated to bring their korban from Chulun. Hard to extract that from the words. We'll see later how the word Misas actually has anything to do with this, but we'll get there soon, not yet. So that that's what the Gemara says in the name of Rav Yochanan, and Nebraisa that supports Rav Yochanan, that And how do you know that if you want to mix monies, you are allowed to mix monies? So it says the Gemara, because Omar le, uh, Talmud Lomar, in any way that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has blessed you, that's what you are allowed to spend on your korbanos. Be it animals, be it money, you should be allowed to spend even money. So really what Rav Yochanan does is he's saying, I have this brisa. Of course, Rav Yochanan was not the one who said this. It was posthumously. A brisa was quoted uh, to support him. Seemingly, that's the case. <clears throat> and the brisa indicates that the same way that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has blessed you with Parnasa, therefore you can use money, half chul and half miser, in order to pay for animals. 
However, Tanya Kavasid de Chizkiya, there's a, still a shita out there like Chizkiya. The first shita that we had quoted on five lines down, which was that we are allowed to do the first animal as chulin and subsequent animals from Miser, says the Gemara from the same exact pasuk, from the word Misas, from that same pasuk. And what do we learn from there? The same primary drasha that Malamech Adam maybe Chavasam in chulin, that one is obligated primarily to fulfill their obligation with money from chulin, with animals from chulin. Beishamai Omrim. According to Beishamai, what does he say? Yom Risha Mina Chulin, day one has to be Chulin, Mikan Ba'elech Mina Maiser. What does Beis Hillel say? And this we will then now see that it supports the Shita of Chizki at the top of the page. Beis Hillel Omrim, Achila Rishon Mina Chulin. The Achila, meaning the animal, not money. The Achila, the animal, has to be from Chulin, Mikan Ba'elech Mina Maiser. And then, uh, although not relevant to our Sagik, we've already proven the Shita of Chizkiya. Let's finish off the Brisa. So halfway down, a little bit more Pesach, And on the rest of the days of Passover, Adam Yosei de Chavaso, Bimaiser, Behema. Then you're allowed to use Maiser. <coughs> Says the Gemara, just uh, fundamentally to look back at this Machlokas that we're having, it seems to be that everyone agrees, whether you're Chizkiya, whether you're of Yochanan, both of the Brisas, everyone seems to agree that you're not allowed to bring that primary Korban on day one from Miser. Who cares? What is the difference if you pay for it in Miser or not? So the Gemara says, it's not some type of psychology that like, ah, you have to use your own money. It shouldn't be Miser. It's not like that. So it says the Gemara, Yom Tov, my time alone. Why are we so strict that on Yom Tov, we're not even allowed to use Miser to pay for the Korban? <clears throat> the Gemara says, 12 lines from the bottom, because Amar Avashi, Dilma Asili Isuri Yom Tov, because a person might be allowed to use Miser, uh, he might have forgotten to select a Meister animal before Yom Tov. And remember how it works, as the Gemara is now going to tell us, that when you are um, establishing Meister, your animals have to go out of a pen through a little bottleneck, one animal at a time. The 10th animal gets marked with red paint of some kind. It says the Gemara, You're not allowed to do the Meister process of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, the tenth animal put a mark on it. That's us. Or you're not allowed to survey. You're not allowed to dye the animal any colors. So because we were concerned that maybe a person would, in 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 haste, they would start the process of meiser and use red paint on an animal, which is us. Therefore, on Yom Tov, you have to pay from Chulin. That animal had to be bought from Chulin because if you were allowed to use meiser, then maybe you would have selected a meiser animal on Yom Tov and use that for the korban. Therefore, you're not allowed to do it. <clears throat> Uh, referencing a question that I foreshadowed earlier, which is how does the word misas reference money in the first place? Says the Gemara, my mashma dehay misas lishna dechulin. How do we know that this is referring to to money, to finances? Because the pasuk says, he says that he put a tax on the land, and where do you get tax from? Your income. You get tax from your income. So therefore, we know that the word misas is mas, is tax, is chulen. And that is how we got the drasha from the Pasuk that reads, misas Misas from the chulen of nidvas yadacha, the, the volunteer korban that you're going to bring. It has to be one that you're choosing. It has to be from an animal that's yours and from chulen. Uh, six, seven lines from the bottom at the two dots, Yisrael Yotzin Yudei Chavasan Be Nedarim of Unadavos. What is the Yisrael Yotze with the meat of Nedarim and Nedavos? The mitzvah of Simcha, the Samachto Bechagecha, Tanu Rabbanim, the Samachto Bechagecha, the Rabos, Kol Mine, Smachos, the Simcha. All versions of Simcha, as long as it's meat. The, this, these next few lines, if you are 
anti-vegan. This is your page of Talmud. So let's just uh, learn for a moment together. The rabbis therefore said that because you're able to fulfill the mitzvah of Simcha with any good piece of basar, therefore Yisrael one is allowed, a Yisrael, a non-Kohen, is allowed to fulfill his mitzvah of Simcha, whether or not is Nadar Munadavos and from Meisr Behemah. And a Kohen can take your korban of Achatas Asham, Maybe maybe a little bit of fried chicken, right? And maybe a little bit of uh, some crackers, says the Gemara. That's for vegans. That's not simcha. The only way to fulfill the mitzvah is with meat. Chicken does not count. And it, that is based on the Pasuk of Esamach. And what's the drasha? Top of Chesimit Beis. It has to be something which comes from that which is a chagiga, yatu elu, to exclude elu, these, namely the ofos and the menachos, the birds and the flower offerings. You can never bring a korban that way. Those korbanos of chagiga cannot come from flower. And therefore, is a drasha specifically on basar. It's really not about ein simcha It's a drasha on the word chagiga. So it's based on the word v'samachta b'chagecha. Says the word, says the Gemara a little bit differently. No, Ravashi Yomar, mi v'samachta nafka. Only from the word v'samachta, not from the word b'chagecha. So on the top line of this page, we saw it's mishecha giga b'amehem. We were darshaning the word v'chagecha. That's not what's happening here. What does Ravashi say? It's from the word v'samachta. Yatsu elu she'en b'am simcha. This really is the answer of ein simcha ele b'basar. That's really what Ravashi holds. The first sheet that doesn't hold that. The first sheet of the Gemara, was it in the name of someone? Nope, it's a brisa. The first sheet of the Gemara is a brisa, and it's not saying in Simchala Babasar. It's saying it has to be Bichagecha, like the Chagika. And the Chagika had to be a certain type of animal. So the Ravashi is saying it's more than that. It's not that it has to be any type of animal. It's ein simcha el babasar. And in his language, yatsu elu she'ein bahem simcha, to exclude. Ofosu menachos, birds and uh, and flower offerings which do not possess it. So then the Gemara says, that's great, but what do you do with the word bechagecha? I understand you're using v'samachta. Very good. You're, uh, feel free. But what do you do with the word bechagecha? The Ravashi, hai bechagecha my abidle. What does he do with the word bechagecha? Hahu, that word bechagecha in the Pasuk comes to teach us the Rav Daniel Barktina. The Amar Rav Daniel Barktina, Amar Rav, minayin she'en nosim nosim b'moed. How do we know that it's usher, forbidden for one to get married during the moed, during Chol HaMoed? Shinemar v'samachta bechagecha. Where should your simcha be placed? Bechagecha, dafka on the chag, ishtecha, not on a day when you get married. That's ein ma'arvin simcha besimcha. We don't allow intentionally for the coinciding of these things to take place of the chag with moed. It's not right. Our our focus of simcha is supposed to be on the chag and not on marriage, and therefore one should not get married during cholamoid. Is the Kiddushan Chal? Absolutely. If a person got married at that time, does it work? Yes. If a Kohen marries a Gerusha, is the Kiddushan Chal? Yes. The, the Kiddushan Chal. You're married, but it's not right. It's not right. Is it an, an Isser Doraisa? I don't know. I, it looks more like an Isser say from this type of structure because the Tzivu is Vesamachta Bechagecha. You're interrupting your mitzvah of Simcha by getting married. So it seems like a Bittal say or an Isser say, different types of languages in the Meforsha. If somebody's Pachter from Simcha, you think they can marry? Who could be putter from Simcha? No. Huh? No, no because Avelis is interrupted by Yontif. There's no prohibition against getting married on Rosh Hashanah. No, but there's no formal mitzvah to have Simcha on Rosh Hashanah. In fact, the postkim discuss whether or not there's even a commandment to have a suda on Rosh Chodesh, and therefore there's impl- implications about Yalav Yavo. If you forget Yalav Yavo on a fast day, you're exempt because. Of, 
What? No, that's for that's for Yerezechurcha. That's for showing up. This is eating meat. They stay home. They're staying home. These are different sivuyim. They're different mitzvahs in the Torah. My brain did the same thing that your brain did when I was learning it, but it's not. That's aliyah l'regel. This is simcha. So therefore, this person has an obligation to sit at home and be besimcha. So how do you be besimcha? You don't need all the people. You need a steak. So the Gemara says, you're not allowed to get married. There has to be a focus on the chag. Okay, next Mishnah. Ten lines down, chesimit base. Mishi yeshto ochlem merubim. You have a lot of people who are eating at your home. However, you're poor. Unachasimu atim. So what do you do if you have a lot of people coming for dinner, but you don't have a lot of money? So says the Gemara, you should shift the balance of your korbanos. Maybe shlamim merubim ve'olos mu'atos. You should then bring more shlamim, which is partially eaten by, by the consumer, by the person who brought the korban. And you should bring fewer olos because that's all consumed for Hashem. What about the reverse? You're very wealthy, but you have no friends, so nobody wants to come over. So then what do you do? Then you reverse the, the balance again. Bring more to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You don't need all the food. You've got three people coming over. You're going to bring five animals, and that's ridiculous. And you should have fewer of the shlamin because you don't need them. Give more to Hashem and less to you. What if you had no money and no friends? That's where we have our minimal shiurim of obligations for Olasri and Shalmei Chagiga of one unit for the Olasriya and two units of silver for the Shalmei Chagiga. You have a lot of friends and you have a lot of money. Over the top. Bring a lot of Olos and bring a lot of Shlamim because you can and because you should. It's the right way to spend money. <clears throat> uh, there are other areas not right to spend so much money. That's uh, the right. How, this was like 10, 15 years ago when all the rabbis tried to put together this list for weddings, only 250 people. I think it flopped. I don't know. Oh, this was way before COVID. Yeah. Then a Sayala opened, whatever. So that's what the Gemara says over here. The Mishnah says that if a person is very wealthy, that when it comes to the time for the Beis HaMikdash, please God, but even by Pesach, that we should be able, for those of us who are in this category, to bring a lot of Olos and a lot of Shlomim. Wow, what an exciting uh, possibility. That's unbelievable. All right, third of the way down to the Gemara. The Gemara says, Shlamim Merubim. It says that if a person should bring a lot of Shlamim, so this guy was poor. Remember, we said he was poor and had a lot of friends. Where is he getting all the cash from? Our version of poor today is different than their, like our version of poor, you have people who are homeless with smartphones. It's a whole different ballgame. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that it's a whole different league. But that, that's not, it's just a different ballgame. They had nothing to eat. Nothing. They had no food, no money, nothing. So it says the Gemara, Mehecha Maisi. What do you mean, Shlomim Merubim? Like, how did you arrange for that? So it says the Gemara, Ha Lesle, he's got nothing. Tofel may be Pargadol, weaving in what we started with today. Tofel may be Pargadol. It's not that he brings Shlomim Merubim, a lot of different Shlomim. He just finds a way that with his minimum requirement to bring Shalmei Chagiga, he gets a bigger animal out of the deal. Gets a few extra dollars, panhandles a little bit, and just uh, sweetens the pot and gets a little bit of a nicer animal. Omer Lei Rav Sheshesh. says, back to Rav Chizda, Hare Amru, how can you say that that's true, that you take more money and buy a bigger animal? But the Chachamim told us on the previous Amr on Ches in the name of Chizgia, Toflin Behema Lebehema, that you can only do it with animals, but not with money. So says the Gemara, what a strange comment. My Kamarle, what was Rav Sheshesh saying? If what Rav Sheshesh was saying to him is Hachi Kamarle, that really Hare Amru Toflin Behema Behema Avaloma Oslamaos, uh, if you wanted to say that he shouldn't have spent the money this way, that we don't do toflin mos, we don't use partial money for one thing and partial money for another, like we saw with Chizkiah, 
then just say that. Why did you say this circuitous language of, uh, by the way, we only do behema le behema, and we, you should have said the obvious. We don't, what you're doing is us, sir. We don't do tofu and the most. So says the Gemara, Ella, it must therefore be that hachi amarle. It must therefore be that really Rav Sheshis was saying to Chizaz follows. Halfway down on Ches Amabes. Hare Amru Af Toflin, even we are Toflin Behema the Behema. Not only can we be Toflin Maos the most, not only can we split the cost of an animal, partial uh, Miser and partial Chutlin, we can do it with money, but not only that, we can also do it with Behemas. It says the Gemara, what? That, that wasn't Chizkiya or Rav Yochanan. The Chizkiya and Rav Yochanan had inverted shitas. The one who said you use coins said you can't use animals. The one who said you can use animals. That you can't use coins, but we don't have a leniency to use either or. Says Gemara, that doesn't work according to anybody. And if it doesn't work according to anybody, then how does this sheet in the Gemara make sense? So therefore, the Gemara responds as follows: The Gemara says, if you want to say if you want to say that really do argue about this, but the braces that we learned, remember we saw two Tanya Kavases, Tanya Kavase If those braces really aren't arguing, and we can try and explain them away, you can't even say that. You can't even say that there's no machlokas in the Tanaim. There is a machlokas in the Tanaim, because what does one of the braces say? Vaktani quote, Achila Rishona Minachulan that your first one has to be from the chulen, which means that you're not allowed to use coins and you're only allowed to trade, you're only allowed to buy the animal one, the first one from chulen, and the second one can be from Miser, which means that the sheet of Chizkiah is actually a real sheet of so then says the Gemara, if that's true, we have, we have to answer the following way. What does that b'risa mean when it says achil rishona? It doesn't mean actual meat that we're talking about. Only shir dmei achil rishona minachulin. Maybe really we are talking about the other shita, that really uh, there is this unique shita that both maos the maos can be used. Two different types of maos and two different kinds of animals can be used. Maybe it all does work out. And when the b'risa says mai achil rishona, it's talking about something else. It's only talking about shir dmei achila. It's talking about the financial value of and not the animal itself. We're now going to get into a discussion about Baal Tosef. We are familiar with the Psukim and Chumash that it's usher to add to the mitzvah. Some of the classical examples of this is uh, you know, having tzitzis where you have an extra cut so there aren't four corners but there are six corners or if a garment's made with Five corners is very difficult, but uh, there, what, however it's made, it's possible to violate Baltosif. What about having a lulav and esrog that has more than hadasim and arevos? You also put in uh, mint. Uh, you just make things up and throw it in. So that's not right either. That's uh, that's Baltosif. What about Baltosif by the korbanos? So let's talk about that. Two thirds of the way down on chesim base. Says the Gemara, Amar Ula, Amar Reish Lakish. A person is like the, the Mishnah, like over here in our Mishnah, where he has a lot of money. He separates 10 animals for the Shalmei Chagiga. He's got a lot of people coming for lunch. So on the first day of Yom Tov, he brings five animals. And then on the last day of Yom Tov, he brings another uh, five animals. So says the Gemara, that is not so simple. Once he stops with the first five, once he takes a break, you can no longer bring the next five on another day. Why? Because that is baltosif. Because you, you're, you brought them for a chagiga. You separated 10 animals for a chagiga. You brought five today, and now you're bringing five on another day? That's baltosif. You can't do that. Bring them right now. Why are you bringing them on another day? That's shita number one. And Amar Rabbi Abba Velopli. There is no uh, distinctions in the shitas here. There's nothing uh, difficult with the shita of Ula, who says that you can bring five on one day and five on another. And there's no machlokas between that and Rabbi Yochanan, who says that you can't bring the last five. How can it be that there's no machlokas? 
Kanbistam. In one case, you did not specify what you were doing. You didn't say anything. You did 10 animals. You bought 10 animals. You sacrificed five. And then another day, you sacrificed another five. That looks bad because you didn't clarify what you're doing. And Kanbimafarish, and there a person is saying, I have 10 animals. I'm going to do five of my Korban Chagiga today and five of them tomorrow. You're being very clear about what you're doing. That doesn't look like Baltosev. All of that is part of one umbrella of doing the mitzvah of Shalnei Chagiga. Says the Gemara, Hai Stam Hechidamim. What was the case where a person had no intention with the 10 animals? If the reason why you stopped is because the clock ran out, the sun started to set, so you're like, I can't do anymore. So then when you bring them the next day, the only reason you're doing it, doing the korbanos the next day is because you ran out of time today. So therefore, that doesn't look like baltos if you just ran out of time. If you're talking about a case where there is no ochel, so Maybe if it's uh, you don't have enough people to eat the food, so maybe the reason why you stopped uh, shechting the food is because there was no one else to eat it. That also doesn't look like baltosit. So it says the Gemara, what is the case? where we see that without intention, it looks like Baal where there really is time left in the day, and you have people who are still willing to eat, yet for whatever reason, you stopped doing the Shechita. Under those circumstances, when you continue the Shechita the next day, that looks a lot like Baal because nobody knew what you were doing. So that case of Stam is problematic. Because on that first day, you didn't sacrifice all the animals when you had the opportunity, and you had the motive to do so. You had time and you had people who were hungry and then you stopped and then the next day, you, that doesn't make any sense. That looks like Baltosev and that's the case that we're dealing with. This is very logical to assume that the distinction between Ula and Ravuna is not a machlokas, but rather a difference between your intentions of Stam versus being Mefarish. How so? Because when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he quoted the Shita Rav Yochanan that that if a person sets aside 10 animals for the Shalmei Chagiga, so here, Rav Yochanan seems to say you can sacrifice five on day one and five on day two, and it isn't a problem. But the version number one of Rav Yochanan clearly said that you're not allowed to be makrav on day two. This version of Rav Yochanan says, go ahead, have a good time. Which Rav Yochanan is right? So says the Gemara, the same answer that we answered to clarify the difference between Ula and Rav Yochanan is the same answer we're going to answer between Rav Yochanan and Rav Yochanan. That there is this distinction that when one is not clear about what their intentions are, and the scenario looks like Baltos, if we're going to say that it's Usr. So that, that case scenario that the Gemara presented above was a case where you have 10 korbanos, five of them you did today. In theory, you could have done more. The sun wasn't going to set for a couple more hours, and yet a lot of people at your house, and you stop, I'm just not doing any more today. Then tomorrow when you do it, it looks like Baltosif. However, here when you're explicit, you're saying, I bought 10 chagigas, I'm going to do five today and five tomorrow. That's not Baltosif. You're being very clear with your intentions. Good. Says the Gemara, one more qualification, then we'll get to the next Mishnah and continue toward the bottom of the page. It is Thursday after all. Itmar Nami, we have a statement in the Amorai. Amar of Shem Baraba, Amar of Yochanan. Lo shanu, we don't have what we just learned. We don't have any limits in regards to what we just learned. We don't know what that means. Yet. He didn't complete something. But if he completes, then if he completes it, then he can be he can be makriv again. My gomar, what does it mean when it says that this only applies where he was not gomar? If he finished all of his korbanos, that can't be it. If he finished all 10, then my makriv, what's the shail about shechting more? There, you ran out already. All 10 animals are shechted. It must be that 
uh, the day hasn't finished. Under those circumstances, when the day hasn't finished, yeah, that's problematic. However, aval gamar hayom But if the reason why you stopped your kavanos is because the day was gamar, so then the next day you're allowed to. That doesn't look like baltosif. The only reason you stopped was because of shkia. The kohanim had so many animals to shech. You brought ten. You brought a lot. We ran out of time. So fine, that doesn't look like Baltosif, and that's the same distinction we've been seeing over and over again. To summarize this piece of the Gemara, Baltosif does not apply under one of two circumstances. It doesn't apply when it's obvious as to why you're using Korbanos on the second day. You ran out of time, or you don't have anyone who needed to eat anymore today, but you will tomorrow. The only time it really applies is when you have a scenario where you did not clarify your intentions, and you really could have finished all 10 of them, and then you chose not to. That is Baltosif. That brings us to a new Mishnah, uh, which is the viability of continuing Tashlum and continuing Korbanos if you missed your window. Says the Gemara, let's see how that works out. The Mishnah opens four lines down on Testament Aleph, Mishalo Chag, the Yom Tov Harishon Shel Chag. If a person does not bring their Korban Chagiga on the first day of Chag, Chogeges Kol HaRegel, the Yom Tov HaAcharon Shel Chag. Not only can they do the Korban Chagiga as a replacement throughout the Chag, but even on the last day of the holiday, even Shmini Atzeres. And even though Shmini Atzeres is a different Yontiv, when, when it comes to the second days of Pesach, we don't make a Shechiano on the second days of Pesach. We already made a Shechiano on Passover, it's done. But when it comes to Shemini Atzeres, that's a new Din Del Raisa. It just happens to be right up against Pesach. But at the end of the day, the Chiyuv is a totally different Chiyuv. So it's a little strange. If I have an obligation to bring a Korban for Pesach, why can I do Tashlumen for that on Shemini Atzeres? That's not the same holiday, Bichlal. But what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Chogeg is called HaRegel, the Yom Tov HaAcharon Shel Chag. Very strange. So we have to see how this works. What if the whole holiday passes over and you didn't bring the Korban Chagiga? So you're done. You cannot fulfill the mitzvah anymore. And when you make this kind of mistake, the Pasuk reads, Your mistake cannot be corrected. That which you are lacking cannot be recounted. So says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, I don't know if that's really shot in the Pasuk, that this is an, an irreversible change. Why? Because says Rib Shimon ben Omer, he says, what is it? What's an error that you can't fix? Says the Gemara, that's when you bring a mamzer into the world. That's the kind of things that we view as an intractable error. Okay, you forgot a korban. I'm not saying it's great. It's Avarzmano Butler Korbano, but it really doesn't compare to the lingering effects of bringing a mamzer into the world. It's not so simple. Im Tomar Begonev Vigozel, if you want to talk about someone who did Geneva, someone who did Gzela, Yachalulach Zirovi Taken, a person can return that, and then all will be fine. So this is already beautiful. You can't be off the derech unless you've been on the derech. You can't say that someone did something so bad that they're Mu'uvas, Masukan Bitchila. You, you first have to be straight before you can be crooked. And therefore, that, that person is Vinis Aves, and then he became crooked. The Eze, who is a person who is first straight and then crooked, is a Talmud Chacham, a Porish Minatorah, a person who's a Ben Torah, and they turn from the path. So that is an example of Mu'uvas, Lo Yachol Liskon, and that's the big difference between the Resha and the Sefer, the Mishnah, is that in the Resha, the Mishnah, we view this intractable error as simply missing an opportunity for your Korban. It's not even a lav. It's not even a lot. We learned about this in Masechet Yuma, that when it comes to an Isser Aseh, when you are a Mavatal Mitzvah Aseh, you tell the Kodesh Baruch Hu you're sorry and you move on. With other Averis, you have to be more contrite. You have to, you have to be much more aware of the, of the mistakes that you're making.
Says the Mishnah, how do we know that this is true? How do we know that what is true? Ten lines down in the Rashi's at the opening of the Gemara, how do we know that this Korban applies on the last day of Sukkot, which really is not the same holiday? So says the Gemara, third of the way down on Tesem Aleph, Amar of Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Ne'emar Atzeres Bishviz. It has the word Atzeres Bishviz Shel Pesach, Ne'emar Atzeres Bishviz we have the word in two places, one by Pesach and one by Sukkot. Just like by Pesach, we have Tashlumen on the last day of the holiday. So too, Afkan Tashlumen, so too, by the last day of Pesach, which uh, of Sukkot, which is really Shmini Atzeres, we therefore have the leniency, as it were, to still allow the Korban to be brought. All right, put on your thinking caps just for a moment. We know there are two types of Gzera uh, Shava. Gzera Shava, where the words are perfectly left alone. There's no other usage of the words, atzeres over here and atzeres over there. Where each of those words are available without other drushes being used on them, that gzera shava is referred to as a gzera shava mufne, where the words are officially available for use. That means that those words of atzeres have no other drushes. A gzera shava she'eno mufne is a gzera shava where really the word atzeres over here and or over there are already used for another drusha. We can still build a gzera shava, but a gzera shava she'ena mufne is not as strong as a gzera shava mufne. And this is a gzera shava mufne. This is what the Gemara says almost halfway down. Mufne, this gzera shava that we just made of atzeres atzeres to teach us, to teach us that a korban of a tashlumen can still be brought on shmini atzeres, we know that this is a, a really good argument because mufne, because the words atzeres that are used for the gzera shava, those words are not used for anything else. De'ilav mufne, had it been that this gzera shava was not mufne, had it been that this gzera shava, the words of atzeres which are used to build the bridge from Pesach to a shmini atzeres, had it been that those words had another purpose, were used for another drasha, then ikalemifrach, I could have said there's a big difference. I could have asked, I could have asked a sharp question, a pircha is a strong question. I could have asked the following and rejected the whole thing. The seventh day of Pesach is all part and parcel of all of the Chag. However, is a different Chag altogether. I have an awesome logical argument. Why Pesach and why Shemini uh, Atzeres are not the same? I could have argued that by Pesach, because all of the days are one bundle of holidays, therefore there's Tashlumah, but by Shemini Atzeres and Sukkot, there are different holidays, we should say no, says the Gemara. You can't even argue that. Why? Because this Gzerah Shavah's Mufne. That's what it means, that the words are all available. Atzeres and Atzeres, the one by Shemini Atzeres and the one by Pesach are unused other than for this purpose. Therefore, says the Gemara, lie, it is in fact the case, Afnu Ye Mufne. And therefore, these words are available, and therefore, this drasha is unshakable, and therefore... Please God very soon that if one needs to bring a tashlumen, a korban for tashlumen, they can do so even on shmini atzeres as it relates to sukkis. Even though they're different holidays, it's not logical. Doesn't need to be. We have exer shava atzeres atzeres, and it's an exer shava mufne where each of the words is perfectly available for the sake of this exer shava. And the, the Gemara says, Michti, let's analyze this a little bit. My atzeres. How do we know in fact that it's mufne? Because what does the word atzeres mean? Atzeres, atzor, stop. Atzor, be'asiyas malacha. That's what the word means, right? 
Well, we don't need that. Why not? Because Haksim, Losasem Malacha. We already know from other Psukim that we're not allowed to do Malacha. So the word Atzeres is teaching me not to do Malacha. We already know that. Therefore, Atzeres, the Kas of Rahman Alamali. Therefore, why does the Torah go out of its way to say the word Atzeres? It's extra. Elalav, sorry, Elashmamina Lafnuye. Therefore, the Torah does not need the word Atzeres other than for the sake of this Xerashava. In other words, this Xerashava is only using these words of Atzeres for its own purpose of the Xerashava with no other extractions at all, no other inferences. No other drushas, and therefore it is a perfect gezer shava. So this was all answer number one of how do we know that we are allowed to bring tashlumen on shmini atzeres for a korban of sukkis, even though it's not logical. We answered atzeres atzeres. The gemara now presents a second answer, a little bit more than halfway down. The tana maisi lamihacha. We actually have a brisa that discusses this halacha as well as to how we know that a korban for sukkis can be brought with tashlumen on shmini atzeres, even though it's a different holiday. What's the drasha? It's a brisa, two thirds of the way down. The tanya bechagosemo so chagla that you can celebrate this Chag to Hashem seven days. Maybe you could argue that you can uh, bring your initial Korban Chagiga all seven days. Talmud Lomar Oso. What does the word Oso teach me? Oso Atachogeg, speaking about the first day. On the first day, you bring your Chagiga. You can't just bring it for the first time whenever you want. The first Korban Chagiga has to be brought on day one. In Cain says the Gemara, Lamanem Shiva. Why then does the Gemara say Shiva? I know that it has to start on day one, says the Gemara, Letash Lumen. It comes to tell me that all of the days of Sukkot, I have an obligation to bring a Tash Lumen if I miss the opportunity. How then do I know that I'm allowed to bring this Korban all the way out to Yom Tov Achron? Tamalomar, so another Pasuk, that in the seventh month I should celebrate with this. If it's the seventh month, maybe I would argue I can bring this Korban Chagiga for the duration of the month of Tishrei. You're only on that, uh, during that holiday, are you allowed to bring the Korban, but you're not allowed to bring this outside of the holiday. What is the Din of Tashlumen? How does the Din of Tashlumen work? We've actually learned this before. Is it in this Masechda? Oh, that's so sad. Yep, it was. Seven blot ago. Man, that's not good. Yep, exactly right. So it says, how does Tashlumen work? Tashlumen works only under specific circumstances, according to some of the Amorim. The only way you can bring a Tashlumen, a replacement Korban on days two until the end of the Chag, is if you is if you were in fact involved in day one. It all has to be a replacement for day one. And Veravoshia Amar Tashlumen Zelaza, every day can be a replacement. My Beinahu, what's the difference between them? The difference is the following uh, case scenario. The difference is a person who is un- incapable of bringing the Korban on day one and he's healed by, ta- by day two. So why does that make a difference? Rabbi Yochanan Amar Tashlumen Derishon, everything has to be focused on day one. Kevan Delochazi Berishon, since he wasn't medically fit to do anything on day one, he therefore didn't bring a korban. Therefore, Lochazi Besheni, there's no din of Tashlumen by him because it's all dependent on day one. You miss day one, you're done. However, Ravoshi Amar Tashlumen Zelazeh, that really any day can be a Tashlumen day, and therefore Afagav Delochazi Berishon, Chazi Besheni. And even if... <coughs> A person didn't do the korban on day one, but be, even though he wasn't fit on day one, but it doesn't make a difference, chazi b'sheni, and because he's chazi b'sheni, therefore he can bring the korban on day two. We'll stop right here. On Shabbos, we'll pick up at it. Umi Amar Rav Yochanan on the bottom of Tesla Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah.